<laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. You are listening to the Vanny Ultra, Ultra Podcast, Podcast, and I am Elijah. <laughs> and I'm your host, Kenneth Kirk. And uh, yo, this is episode five of season two, episode 15 of the Vanny Ultra Podcast entirety. Yo, man, we've been doing this joint for a minute, bro. It's been about, like, what, like a year almost? Not, bro, not even next, uh, next February, when did we next s- March. What did we, no, we no, started no. in March? No, we started in January of this year. So next January will be our one full year wow. of starting the podcast. It's crazy, bro. It is crazy. Wow. Shit is really crazy. But, um, yeah, man, yo, how you been, bro? I've been good, man. I have, I was inspired by our last guest. Was she our last guest, right? Uh, Jillian, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Just yes. want to make sure we didn't have another one after that. <laughs> but yeah, we. Uh, she inspired me. She told me to stop drinking, and I didn't stop drinking, but mm. I only drink on Fridays, and I try to limit myself to 32 ounces of, mm-hmm. of, of, of beer. So I've been doing that. I've been like going crazy with like just cooking and... What I learned, what I realized, dude, mm-hmm. is like you save so much money if you take lunch to work. Like oh, you save oh. so much. Hell yeah, of course. Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize that. And also, it's like I realized that going to the gym is great, mm-hmm. but if you after the gym, if you just eat bullshit, like just yeah. bullshit, like dude, I'm lunch break, just going to my favorite Chinese restaurant, getting the good roast pork, rice, and then like going mm. and having like a thick ass dinner. Like it was just too much. So you know, I, I've been on my health shit, gym, just yeah. mad protein smoothies. You know, what I'm saying yeah, mad yeah. veggies, and I've also been cooking and taking lunch to work. So yeah, bro. saving a shit ton of money. The healthy vibe has been the vibe right now. Shout out um, Jillian for for opening my eyes. Yeah, man. Like literally after that interview, I was like, yeah, I gotta get, I gotta, I gotta I get gotta, it, bro. I gotta and get back just, to it. Just seeing like on Instagram, like them, mm-hmm. just like she's she's getting after it. Like oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, 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 man. It's crazy. Um, yeah, man. Same thing here. I just been in the gym a lot more than I have been. Uh, I've been running. Shoot, this morning I did a, a 12, 12 mile run. Shit. Yeah, man. That's like, yeah. That's like from my house to like Norfolk. Yeah. If you just ran from my house straight to Norfolk, you'd that'd be about. 12 it was miles. Uh, my legs were definitely feeling it after, but um, I kind of want to start doing not more of that every day, but maybe do like a like a Saturday long run. So right. like during the week, do like maybe five, four right, miles yeah, yeah, yeah. in Saturday. You know what I mean? But other than that, man, you know. I healthy, also, healthy I, life. I also added jump roping into like my warm up before yeah, working out. Yeah, my yeah. my calves are like in pain. Yeah, that jump roping. That I shit. I don't know yet how to uh, what's the do the skip? I can do that. Really? I'm really good at jump roping. I do like I feel like a box when I'm doing it because I'm like mm. jump roping one leg, one leg, yeah, two yeah. legs, double crisscross. Like I'm well, yeah, crazy. I do that. I'm talking about you know that box, the boxer skip. You know, that's what I do. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, that I don't know how to do yet. Bro, you just what I learned is you mm. can't just sit in one place. You gotta like move around while you're doing it. So like, uh, got you, know, you just got kinda, you. Like move around so you're not yeah, stuck yeah, in one yeah. place. Huh. Yeah, huh. yeah, yeah, man. Other than that, oh uh, shoot, just been working. I feel you. Um, you know, a lot's happened within the past month. You know what I mean? We had the Met Gala. Oh yeah, your we boy, did have the Met Gala. Your boy Frank pulled up with Frank the green baby. <laughs> it's it's funny that like. Frank looks Frank looks mid every Met Gala, but people go crazy for him because he's Frank. Yeah, of course, and it was cool because he had that, that weird alien fucking baby. Yeah, that was sick. And when of in the course, Homer and like the Homer onesie, that was pretty sick. Yeah, it's crazy. And I, from what I hear, uh, they've already started like selling their pieces only like in New York. Like they have yeah, like yeah, a private they, shop. Yeah, they have a yeah they have a store. And it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's surprisingly not. Like they got some. They have like mm. really expensive stuff, but they also yeah, have like yeah. like I think you can get like a bracer for like four hundred, which is. That's not bad. Yeah, that's pretty reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm 
I probably wouldn't get any of it. I'm not a jewelry honestly. person, so I, I would never. Yeah, I only stick to like just like one ring, one necklace, yeah. and like that's all I need. Like I'm not. Before, I think when I was younger, obviously, I was really big into like silver jewelry, so yeah. I was getting like a lot of silver rings. Like I was on my low key, like trying to be on my Lucas bot shit, like I with all the it. rings all good, and all man. that. Hey, but we uh, we had you have like I remember we went to remember David had that um art show mm-hmm. was a uh, photography gallery at um that little spot that isn't there anymore. Oh um, yes, yes, you yes, had yeah, on yeah, like yeah. a like a chain necklace. It was like a chain. Yeah. Um, what was that? This, I never gr- got this girl that I follow, she has her own. Um, I don't know if she still has any more, but she had her own uh, like, jewelry yeah. brand and whatnot. And it was called Salt, but it was like almost like a it looked like a Cuban link basically, but it was just like sterling silver, right. you know. But I should get into the jewelry game. I feel like I have. I don't care about jewelry. I don't like it. So I feel like that's the reason why I should do it. Mm. Don't you think? I mean, what's that? What's that saying? Don't fix. Don't fix anything that's not broke. I don't. Don't fix. If it ain't broke, don't fix. it. Yeah. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. So wait, what are you referring to? In that no. If it's like, segment? if your style is like not like. No. What I'm saying is I don't care about jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Nevertheless, man, a jewelry. If it suits you, it suits you. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It so. doesn't, and it doesn't. It so doesn't hey, man. Um, yo, we have a special guest for today. Um, I'm not gonna say the name of the guest yet. But I hope you guys look forward to it, and it'll be coming up now. And welcome back to the Vanity Ultra Podcast. We're back we with are, our guests. We are back with our guests. Um, before I have my uh, guest introduce himself, um, I'm gonna just say, you know, I've been following this guy for I want to say about like a year and a half now, um, and I've just been in awe of his work, all the work he's been able to get within this past uh, year and a half that I came across him. Um, very stylish dude, you know what I mean? Very clean, very clean cut, you know what I mean? So I'm going to go ahead and let my guest introduce himself. Yo, what's going on, guys? Uh, my name is Will, William Sparks. I'm 23 years old. I'm a freelance model, stylist, and just overall creative, I guess. So, um, yeah, happy to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Thank Where, you for man? coming on. Yeah, thank you for coming on, bro. So... Usually, man, with the guests we bring on, man, we uh, kind of want to start off with like a slight, little slight introduction, you know. So uh, talk about where you're from, man. Uh, so I'm from the Bronx. Uh, I grew up, born and raised. Um, so, yeah, from the Bronx, New York. Um, I grew up in a... Most the high BX. Re- yeah, <laughs> the big BX. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I grew up in a multiracial family. You know, my mom is Puerto Rican. My dad's black, uh, African-American. Um so I, I always say that I feel like I get the best of both worlds um, in that in that sense. Like, um, so, yeah, and I grew up uh, going to Catholic school, like all my life, Shit. kind of. So middle school, elementary school and high school. So, you know, that plays a, a, a very big role in, in, in my life and, uh, you know, getting getting me where I am today. So, yeah. Wow. Catholic school. How was that? Um it wasn't as bad, man, uh, as people people uh, make it seem to be, you know. Um, but it was uh, it was uh, on it was like very very strict, I guess, very strict, I'd say. Was it like a Catholic boys' school? Was it only boys, or was it mixed? Um. So in high school, I went to an all boys Catholic high school. Uh, um. But for middle school and elementary school, it was just uh, it was coed. I feel like I feel like that being I feel like going to an all boys high school kind of 
it kind of sucks because high school is when like you're going through puberty. That's when you kind of like really start liking girls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is that something that like affected you for all? like? Um. So so here's the thing. So in our high in our high school in our old boys high school we had a sister high school, and the sister high school wow. was the uh, all girls high school. So we had I went to St. Raymond's. So you had St. Raymond's for boys and you had St. Raymond's for girls. So St. Raymond's wow. for boys was a down the block from St. Raymond's for girls. So, yeah. When school it kinda, got out, it was still on and popping. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, so you, after school, you know, you'll you'll walk down the block and you'll just chill on the block. So, like, <laughs> you'll chill on the girls, <laughs> on the girls' school's block. So, it, it was, it was one of those, one of those situations. But I definitely think that, you know, going to all boys, it kind of just kept you, you know, drama free and, you know, being who you wanted wanted to be instead of you know having to be like oh this is girl i'm gonna see you know in like third period i gotta like make sure i'm wearing my my cologne and you know like fresh yeah yeah you know what i mean so it was like we we wanted to do what we wanted to do so um you just you just go in there and just have fun (laughs) damn that's crazy yo and the only thing i can really think of that like like resembles that i remember uh watching like an old thing about like carmel anthony and like he went to uh oak hill and that's here in Virginia. And, like, mm-hmm. they were separated. Like, they had a boys, like, split off from boys and girls. And, like, if you got cro- if you got caught, like, crossing over to, like, the girls' dorms, like, you got expelled. Like, <laughs> I, was, I was like, so. Hearing that, I was, I was like, damn, that's what kind of, was like, resembles that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, so growing up in the BX, bro, like, what were some of your, like, early influences? Whether it was, like, music, fashion, like, talk, talk about that a bit. Um, so... This is going to sound so cliche because I feel like every male in the fashion industry, like as of right now, is going to say, but definitely Pharrell um, is probably my early influence. Um, I kind of just grew up watching his music videos and just like um, learning from from him Um, and not even in a fashion sense. Like, well, back then, yes, it was in a fashion sense. But like right now, um, it's more like the business side and just like how he has his name on like everything right now he's you know killing it you know he has a hotel now you know he has a skincare line so just the way he kind of just moves in that sense um just made me like eager to like want to do something like that as well um but as far as other influences i'd say like michael jackson for sure um mj just like growing up watching his music videos um and just like dancing to his songs and style wise too you know mj mj was he was a yeah, fashion bro. icon all those like cra- yeah all those crazy like glitter jackets and and the loafers with yeah the, like, like that people are wearing that today like the tapered pants with the loafers and that's like a yeah yeah if you think about it now everybody wants to wear loafers with white socks you know, everybody wants to. Right. Oh, everybody wants to wear leather pants. MJ MJ started that. MJ started the started a right. lot of a lot of trends, and uh, it's it's uh it's cool to it's cool to see. And um, also, I think uh, Ralph Lauren is another early influence for me too. Um, he actually lived in the Bronx. I don't know if you guys knew that, but he grew up he grew up in the Bronx. I actually worked for Polo, so I know, I know, like, I've done numerous school projects on Ralph, so I know, yeah, he's from Bronx, I think he was 19, like, he's old as fuck, I think it was like 1936 or something, he wow. was born. Yeah, yeah. Jew, Jewish dude from the Bronx, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, um, from the same hood as, um, Calvin Klein, too. 
Oh, wow. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, they, they kind of they kinda grew up together, I think. So I suspect with your early influence being Michael Jackson, I'm predicting your Halloween costume this year is going to be uh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> I actually I actually did it one year for Halloween. I don't know how old that was, but Oh man. I don't know if I'm doing MJ this year. <laughs> hey man, hey, this is the perfect time. You gotta bring bring back the throwback, bro. Do the glitter socks, the loafers, do the whole do the whole spiel, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, man. So like what really like when what was that like when did you really start getting into fashion per se? Like what was that like age that you started like rocking stuff, so, like started seeing stuff? I know you talked about Pharrell a little bit, but when did you start getting into like fashion per se and like actually going out to getting pieces yourself? Uh um I would say maybe like around I wanna say like eighth grade. I was kind of eighth grade, I wanna say I was like starting to get into fashion. Um I kind of always knew that I wanted to like be in somewhere in fashion. I was always like picky with my outfits and stuff like that. And being that I had to wear a uniform throughout my whole school year, it was kind of just like irking me that I couldn't throw on like fire fits. <laughs> um, wow. But I think around eighth grade, I kind of started being interested in like going to get like babe and ice cream and stuff like that. Um, I, I remember my cousin, uh, he, he had like a babe shirt on and I remember seeing it in like a Pharrell video and I was just like, yo, where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? And he's like, yo, I got it at Soho. <laughs> and I remember, I remember asking and begging my mom, like, yo, can we go to the babe store? Can we go to the babe store? And we never went to Soho. Like that's, that was something that was like, not even a thing. Like you only go to Soho mm -hmm. if you were going to like actually ball out on like a designer item so she's like soho like like you're not going to soho whatever and i begged her and we finally like went to the babe store i didn't buy anything but we were there it was like a kid in a candy store um but i think around that time i was kind of starting to uh be interested in that stuff i was wearing a lot of like skate brands like dc element kid robot Oh, um, shit, I haven't heard that. Stuff like minute. that. Wow, Kid Robot, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Damn. So, you know... I used to save up, I used to save up my allowance and uh, go to the Kid Robot store and, like, buy, like, the little mystery... Oh, like, wow. Like, mystery packs. <laughs> yeah, throwback. I find it interesting that, because my background in fashion also kind of stems from skateboarding and kind of like that whole thing and I just think it's interesting how so many skate like people start off skating like Virgil and mm, you know yeah. who there's somebody like a bunch of people start off skating and then they end up being in fashion I just think it's like like Palace for instance like you think of Palace it's a skateboarding brand but a lot of people don't think of that that of it that way off rip you know what I mean yeah that's true so yeah that's very true yeah I just think it's crazy how skateboarding and fashion go hand in hand but skateboarders denounce fashion and fashion I guess fashion, except skateboarding. But the skaters denounce fashion, which I right. just think it's interesting. So, like, obviously you talked about that, right? When did you really start? When did you even get into, per se, maybe even, not even modeling, per se. When did you get into, like, maybe shooting around with a friend who was maybe a photographer or something like that? When did you start doing that? Um, so, I think around 20, 2015, I want to say. Um, I was, like, right after my senior year of high school 
um i i got reached out by like on instagram by this kid his his name was greg he owned this brand called barassi at the time um i don't know if the brand's still around but he reached out to me he was like yo i want you to shoot this collection that i'm doing and um at at this point i never did any like type of professional modeling shoots or whatever i would get in front of a camera yeah but not in front of anything professional or like doing lookbooks or anything so i was just like yeah i'm down i don't even know if i got even paid for this um <laughs> now that i think about it but um so i was like yeah i'm down so we shot his first collection um and then i think that was kind of the first time that I did anything professional like like collection shoots. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 2015 going into high school. Yeah, cuz I would say the same for well for me like when I first started it was really just hitting up a homie. It was actually a coworker I was working with and he told me um basically he was uh shooting around. He had a camera and everything. So I was like, "Yo, we should just go out and maybe shoot around or something." Uh, David, our uh, you know our good friend David. Um, yeah, and that's really what start sparked the uh, just sparked the fire really. And then ever since then, really, it was just kind of a thing where I just felt comfortable always in front of the camera and just knowing how to pose or even just like watching certain things and knowing how to pose in certain situations or st- stuff like that. You know. Now that I'm looking back at it, I honestly didn't even know what I was doing. But um, now that like you say that you got you get kind of comfortable and you kind of start knowing how, like, what situations to pose into and things like that. So it's cool that you mentioned that because when I first started, I I was like, what am I doing? I don't know. <laughs> like, so, so confused. <laughs> so do you remember what was your first actual gig, like your first actual gig you got? Um, My first actual gig, I think it was uh, Yeezy Season 3. Um, yeah, yeah. but it wasn't on some like I wasn't one of the main models, but I think that was the first like actual like I realized like, oh, shit, like this is going to be this is going to be something. Um, so I, I remember that around that time they were doing a casting call and um, they had like everybody pull up to this casting call. And at the time I was dorming um, at FIT. Um, in the city and I remember it being like a couple blocks from my school so I was like yo yeah like I'll I'll pull up to it and um, I pull up and I get there and I just see a whole bunch of these models and I'm like there's no way that I'm gonna get this gig like everybody's in with comp cards and six six feet tall and I'm like just here like yo I'm here what's up Um, and then I remember seeing a a kid with uh, red braids skipped the whole line and sure enough it was little yachty and uh he skip he skips the whole line goes and takes his photo and just leaves and i'm like who is this kid and why is he skipping the why is he skipping the line I, at the time i didn't know who little yachty was i don't think anybody did nah he was like literally just starting at that time yeah. um and i remember taking my photo and just leaving and the night before the Madison Square Garden um, concert fashion show, I get like a text or a call. I don't, I, I don't recall which. And it was like, yo, you know, you didn't make it to be one of the main models, but we're having a whole bunch of extra models like pull up and we want you to like be a part of it. And um, I was just like, wow, this is crazy. Like I'm actually going to be 
in the same arena as like the goat <laughs> yeah but not even not even just the goat like cuddy was there like everyone was there everybody and that was a, like a crazy time just that whole listening party itself because yeah. like i remember literally i remember literally signing up for title the yeah. free trial yeah. no, just literally. to watch the event like literally signing up for title yeah yeah no literally the event. Like, it was crazy because i was thinking like from like 2011 to like 20 like 17 yeah kanye was he was everything like he was everything yeah. like doing all that crazy all those fashion shows and the music was still good and yeah that was a crazy time i remember watching that yeah. live stream as well it's crazy because yeah. like during that time it was like you saw like the like i don't know just like yeezy was like at a moment just the brand itself was yeah. popping at that it time was brand new it was brand new. yeah it was, it was brand new it was fresh you know um yo so like yo I, I gotta ask you more about that like what was your just overall feeling just being in the garden and hearing just hearing like, hearing life of pablo but just being in that same like vicinity uh like, what, it was definitely a moment i honestly i it was surreal i couldn't believe that it, it, things were happening like you know, it's it's one thing from looking at, at it like on a seat and looking at it and actually being in the front. And it's it's just insane. And just like the music was crazy, crazy loud. And it's just like hearing something brand new you've never heard yeah. before. Um, but I remember um, just like being on the floor. And I know that they had like two big stages. Like they had like right. two big stages where the main models were. And I remember seeing like, somebody from the ground like go up to the main stage and i'm like hold on why is this person doing this like i don't think we're allowed up there and i don't know where like more and more people kept going up on onto the stage and i was like you know what if i'm here might as well like you know take my moment and just go up on the on the stage so uh i i went up on like the stage and i sat on like not sat but like i st stood on the corner and i was like somebody somebody's gonna see me somebody's gonna take a photo of me camera's gonna come like by my way like this is my moment might as well just take advantage of it and i didn't even know if i was even supposed to be up there like we were we could have gotten in trouble i don't know um so sure enough um vanessa beecroft who was uh kanye's photographer and like she worked a lot with uh yeezus at the time um she i see her like come up to me and take a photo of me and from there i was like yeah it's over like yeah. it's over like i don't know where this photo is gonna be but it's gonna the be done. yeah yeah <laughs> i was like it's over <laughs> um i don't yo it was like it wasn't even yeezy clothes but it was kind of like thrifted yeezy inspired clothing i think it was like i think it was definitely the stuff he was using as like mood boards and stuff like that he had like everybody wearing it um but uh it was like definitely like an oversized sweater and like some sweats um, that I was wearing, but I remember we we had our phones taken away, and I remember after leaving the garden that night, I turned on my phone and my phone was just blowing up like, ding 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 ding, like all the notifications going crazy, and I'm like, yeah. hold on, what just happened just now? And then I get texts like, yo, we just seen you on title, we just seen you at the at the show, like going crazy. So it was definitely a moment, and I like honestly that night I couldn't even sleep. Even so you mentioned that you were staying at fit what did you did you 
you you so you went to school there for did you graduate from there? Or? Yeah, so I graduated um from FIT. I studied fashion business management. So I was there for four years. Um and graduated over I actually graduated over quarantine. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um but yeah, I dormed I stood there for like one year and then I commuted after after mm-hmm. that. So how was so was that something that you was that something that you kind of were planning to always do? Or was that something that you were just kind of, okay, hey, let me do this? Was that, like, was that something that you wanted to do from, like, a young kid? Or was that after, like, the fashion kind of took hold of you? Um, I think it was after, like, after I started, like, taking fashion more seriously. Um, I think around sophomore year of high school, I think I was, like, I knew that this is where I wanted to be. Like, I knew I wanted to go to FIT. It was definitely number one on my list of schools. Um and I remember, like, saying, like, oh, maybe I could just go to, like, Albany. Because like, my sister went to Albany. I was like, maybe I could go to, like, just, like, a University of Albany or something like that. But I was just like, no, if I'm if I'm going to do this, like, I might as well. It has to be legit. Like, it has to be FIT or Parsons. But the FIT was definitely number one for me. Yeah, I'm actually looking to apply to Parsons um, in the next couple of weeks, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, yo, like, I gotta ask you something, right? What's so, up? are you are you with an agency like currently, or like are you just freelance currently at the moment? Currently, just freelance. Um, I haven't gone through like the agency process, or I honestly don't plan to at the moment. Um, I think, <laughs> yeah, I I just I don't know. I I uh I don't like the idea of having to have somebody like kind of tell you what to do <laughs> i don't yeah, know because like and this is and this is my whole thing too um for me i know for me like early on when i first started like modeling that was my whole thing like yo i gotta get signed somewhere i gotta get signed somewhere but then i noticed like yo like people will like find you or people will be attracted to you just based off the strength of how you present yourself on social media and especially, like, when you go, like, when you do shoots with certain people, like, just from, like, not doing it like a job in general, but just shooting with people in general, the way you present stuff and the way you, like, go about your business, like, off, like, offhand will be, like, more beneficial, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, 100%. I, I definitely agree with you on that, on that sense. Um, but, yeah, I, I just... Like is, the new, is the newest agency. That's the agency. Is Instagram. Yeah. But that's Very true. But you upload your your face shots. You yeah. interact with people. It's like new agency. Yeah. Most of my gigs were through Instagram. Yeah. Most of my yeah. gigs were oh, through yeah, Instagram. Cause, yeah, because that's that's what I was gonna ask you too. So yeah, most of your gigs, like people have just like reached out to you, maybe via email or yeah. via like Instagram direct message. Yeah, just just like yo, where can I contact you? Like, and it's through a DM. Sometimes I have I sometimes I don't even see them because like. You know they have to like be following you to, like to accept the message. But everything is through everything is through Instagram. I've all the opportunities I've gotten was through that. So it's a it's a blessing, honestly. Wow, wow. So for so just from the jobs you've gotten, just from like or well, the gigs, I should say the gigs you've done so far. Which one has been like your favorite, and which one? 
like overall presented like the best experience like as far as like experience like at the shoot like you know how because you i'm sure you know this like doing a whole shoot and like that could be like two three hours like there has to be a certain vibe in place for like the shoot or just like the atmosphere for the shoot to really like go well as you want it to for sure um i think ah man this is this is kind of hard <laughs> um i think definitely my favorite shoot and i think um yeah my favorite shoot might be like the Hirschleifer shoot that i did um i shot for okay. Hirschleifer's. um it's a department store luxury department store out in long island um and we shot for balenciaga we shot for lueve um dior and i think visvum as well and sakai um so we did all those brands and um we were at the uh the glass house the pj glass house it's out in um i think it's in connecticut i may be wrong but um it's a crazy vibe out there um and you can actually go visit it but you can't actually go into his home um but we were able to have access to go inside the home um so to shoot and uh it was honestly crazy just like having having like you know being able to shoot for those brands and um just being out there and yeah it was definitely a vibe for sure oh man that was crazy he sets out connecticut yeah i i want to say it's connecticut but i i could be wrong but it's the the pj glass house he was like a um he was an artist and like an architect and he had a lot of people like come to his home like basquiat andy warhol and they would do like like art sessions there they would have like parties at his at his house and his house is all glass it's like all glass windows no curtains no nothing um and he had like this outdoor pool but it's acres like it's acres long and um i know for right now like they have like tickets where you can go see like the whole um area and, and the space and it was beautiful man see having a having a glass house um like seems cool only thing though is in that in summer, your shit gonna be hot as yeah. fuck. I was wearing a Loewe, I was wearing a Loewe wool sweater, and it was like ninety degrees that day. I was burning. Oh, hell yeah! <laughs> Sorry, J W Anderson, I'm not wearing. Yeah. Day. I was yeah. burning up, but you know you had to do what you got to do. Yeah, that's right. You got to do what you got to do, man. Um, yo, so like. For you yourself, and I definitely want to say this too. I feel like, well, I think the most, uh, fa- well, my favorite like job that I've seen you done so far had to be the uh, the uh, Julia Lang uh, uh, jewelry pieces. Yeah, shout out to yeah. Julia. Yeah, man, that was uh, that was really good. That was really really good, I especially would... like her pieces. Like her jewelry pieces are like really nice, like really good. Yo, they're they're too good, and uh, she's killing it right now. Um, and it's just like when she, she hit me up and, uh, it was just like super random. Cause she was like, yeah, I want to shoot you in my pieces. And then like three months pass and like, I'm like, okay, maybe she got somebody else to shoot for her stuff. And then she reaches out to me and she's like, yo, are you free this weekend? She goes, I need you at the studio with pink hair now. Like she was like, 
it was crazy and i'm like wait i'm looking at the message like what like <laughs> i was like how am i gonna get pink hair in like two days but okay right but uh no shout out to julia she's uh she's amazing man and her vision and the way she was able to get shoots get shoots like that done is just it's it's incredible man and definitely uh definitely one of my favorite shoots as well too yeah man like that the, yeah the execution for that shoot was like done really well and you know it's crazy because like the first time i even heard like came across even julia lang in general i remember like this was like a few years back i remember she did an interview with like luca, luca. yeah, luca yeah, yeah. Sabat, yeah. he was like you young young like, like, kid, yeah. yeah and i was like yo who's the julia lang person and then like i like looked her up on instagram and I was just, so, okay uh, cool yeah, yeah she's and like, west side guy got that julia lang song which is big heat oh yeah 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 that that that's crazy <laughs> west side gun yeah man yo so like for you yourself bro like from all the work work and all the gigs you've done so far and just you personally where do you see yourself in the next few years um for yourself whether it's generally your personal self but then also your work as well. Um, wow, that's that's crazy. Cause like ten years, it's like anything could happen. Um, I've seen I've seen myself go from like, you know, not, you know, being inspired one day to like the next day I'm like have an opportunity or have an idea in mind. So I don't know, man. Like ten years is really hard to 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 like say where I might be, but I definitely know that. Um, I definitely want to just, you know, keep killing it, keep doing shoots and, uh, just create creative, like get creative, keep creating, being inspired, inspiring others. Um, I think that's very important to like inspire other people and, um, especially coming from where I, from where I come from, you know, it's important to make sure, you know, kids are, you know, you, you're, you're a good role model to kids and, and for our generations, we see a lot of bad happening and we see a lot of bad things going on right now in this world and especially in New York so um to see somebody like me come from that and to make something beautiful out of it I think that's very important and I I just want to keep doing that wow man that was really well well said bro and you know I mean from just from coming across your work, bro, and, you know, we've, like, would exchange words time to time and stuff, but, yo, man, I'm truly, like, wishing the best for you, and just, like, your overall just going for in your future, bro, because I can definitely see the talent and all the work you've been putting in, and you've been killing it, bro, and all I can say is, bro, keep working, keep shining, and, yeah, bro, just be the best you can be, bro, because, like, there's definitely light at the end of the tunnel, for sure. Yeah, I appreciate that, bro, and I, I appreciate you guys, you know, reaching out to me and uh, wanting to do this. It's, like, my first ever, like, interview or podcast or whatever. So, like, this is yeah, dope. This you know, is dope. We, we really know how to pick the, a lot of our guests our first time. And people, you know, that, that have never had interviews before. So, And it's, like, the thing is, like, the guests we've been picking, like, are really doing, like, oh, shit. Yeah. So it's, like, it's, like, surprising to hear that, like, people that should have been already getting interviews or already doing podcast interviews haven't yet. So it's... Definitely crazy, man, but... Oh, we're not done yet. Yeah, we're, we're not, not done yet. <laughs> I actually thought you was getting off. <laughs> I actually... Um, I wanted to ask you, because I'm actually heading up to New York at the end of the month for a wedding, and I just want to know, what are some spots in the city that I should hit? Food-wise, museum-wise, store-wise? Where do you think I should go? Um, 
Do I want to give out the spots? I, <laughs> no. <laughs> I understand. I understand. We'll talk off pod. <laughs> I'm like, do I want to give off the, the gems? But no, uh, definitely, definitely, if you haven't, check out the the Bodhi, the new Bodhi store. I haven't been there yet. Yeah, there check yet. out the new Bodhi store. That shit is fire. Um, trying to see where else. Uh, Dover Street Market is always cool. If you've never been there, um, trying to think. We'll t- we'll talk. <laughs> we'll, uh, definitely, reach definitely. out, we- reach out to me. We'll talk. Yeah. I'll, g- I'll give you the gems. Definitely thrifting though. Thrifting. If you go to like Brooklyn, yeah. definitely try to hit out some. They have some really cool thrift shops out out in Brooklyn. Um, yeah. Right, man. Yo, so like, what are your like favorite brands or like designers right now currently at this moment? Right now, um, I've been heavily into uh, Stussy. Um, I think and they're I think they're killing it right now. Um, yeah, they are. They're definitely killing it. And uh, I'm trying to think what other brands I've I've been liking right now. Um, Ame is always killing it. Always. Um, yeah, but right now I think it's, it's Stussy. Stussy got it right now on lock. Yeah, yeah, their winter collection is is yeah, pretty hard. is just like classic. Like they've had it. Like I remember, bro. I remember just growing up, like as a young kid, and like Stussy had their like kind of down years a bit, where like they were selling in yeah, like, like Marshalls and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zoomies. But, like, yeah, but their resurgence ever since from I want to say maybe like 2016. Those are early yeah, but, yeah, 2015, yeah. 2014, like. It's just been great, just getting better and better, like every single season, every single year. So yeah, man, Stussy is definitely killing it. Um, yo, so we gotta ask you, bro, what are you banging right now as far as like music? Like, what are you listening to right now, bro? Music, uh, right now, Westside Gun for sure. Um, that album is so good. I love, I love that album right now. It's, it's insane. It's crazy. Um, Tyler. Definitely Tyler. I think he had he has one of the best albums this year. Mm. Um, what else? What am I, what else am I listening to? Um, I don't know. Brent Fires. I'm listening to a lot of Brent Fires. Um, a lot of R and B stuff too. A lot of old school R and B, right now. That's my vibe right now. Okay. Okay, so you're on basically you're on your light skin self. Right? <laughs> I, I, I get it, bro. I get it, bro. You know, I mean, it's cool. You know, Cob Donda. Yo, yeah. okay, yo, yo, whoa, yeah. So we gotta ask you, bro. Are you choosing? Are you Cob or are you Donda? Like, whoa, what's the, what's the pick? Um, I think I'm going with Donda for sure. Yeah, I think yo, I think everyone's going with Donda, bro. bro. So. I- all right, hear this out, Will. Like, so I have this viewpoint as far as between both albums. For me, I feel that Donda is for like creative individuals or people that are just into fashion. You know, very creative individuals. Whereas Certified Lover Boys for like the Playboys. It's for like the like dude. Not saying the creative dudes don't get girls, but like it's for the Playboys and you know it's for the saps. It's for the dudes <laughs> that want to go out to the club and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Am I wrong or am I wrong? I think you're wrong. So <laughs> personally, but okay, I, I, I fuck with the vision. I I, I kind of see where you're coming from with that with that viewpoint, but I mean, I I also think that like, as far I find myself listening to Donda more than Cob. I don't know. That's just me. 
Yeah, very true. Yeah, I definitely find myself listening to Donda way more, especially like if I'm in a like creative process, just like at the house, just like chilling, maybe just like jotting down notes, jotting down things I could be like coming up with. Um, yeah, for sure, definitely, definitely banging Donda more on that uh, end. But yeah, man, yo, it was a pleasure having you on today, man. Um, thank you, thank you again, man, for coming on to the podcast, man. It was truly a pleasure. Uh, thank you guys. I appreciate you guys. I, I love what you guys are doing. Uh, you know, keep killing it with this podcast. You know, not many people are doing the podcast thing right now. And I, I like, I think as far as like fashion wise, I know there's like a few guys like the throwing fits. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, like stuff like that. But, you know, I think you got you guys are taking a different direction towards it. And I, I you know, I mess with it. I like it. And just keep killing it. Well, thank you, appreciate thank it. Thank you, man. Yeah, because, I mean, the pod's been going up, bro. We're, we're charted now. Like, yeah, you know bro. what I mean? We're, yeah. Hey. Yo, South Africa? Yo, man. What? <laughs> Throwing fists, we coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, uh, thank you, man. Thank you once again, man. Uh, I truly appreciate it. Keep killing it. Keep doing you. Keep being you. And I wish you all the best, man. Um, yeah, man. So thank you for coming on, bro. Yeah, much love. All right, man. Easy. That is a wrap for this episode. The Manager Podcast is signing out. You guys have a good one.